0: Even podcasts, whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: Welcome back into Sports Talk. Happy to join us now, John Stinchcombe, Super Bowl champ, former Saints offensive tackle. Really enjoyed the job you did on the color analyst in preseason games. How you been, John?
3: Been great. I'm glad that football's here and we have actual uh, live events to discuss and not just speculation at this point.
1: Well, uh, John, and, you know, development of a player and uh, you were one that you're fighting and all of a sudden um, you're a starter and they could count on you game in and game out. Just talk about maybe what, like, Trevor Penning's dealing with or maybe even where Andrews Pete's at in his career. But, like, Trevor Penning, and I said this, tell me if you think this is a true statement. Just because he might be struggling at left tackle – doesn't mean he's not an NFL starting offensive lineman. Now, they might have to move him to guard. Look, at Andrew Pete. we drafted him at tackle. We put him at guard. Now, he was spot play now and then at tackle. I remember we had uh, when you were a little boy like Jim Dombrowski out uh, the University of Virginia, mm-hmm. first-round draft pick. Uh, we had him at tackle. It didn't quite work out. You know, he was trying to block Lawrence Taylor, but then all of a sudden we put him at guard. He was outstanding. Double-digit NFL career. So you played on the line. Just tell me, uh, tell the fans how uh, that that's uh, you know it could be are you at the right position? Can you develop quick enough and all that? But just break that down uh, because uh, look, you were a player that the Saints were counting on, and how you developed, then they you got to the point where then they could, they could trust you.
3: Yeah, and, and I think Pinning has a very bright future. Right? It's a matter of. Uh, You know, last year was supposed to be the time that he got to develop and he got the reps, and it didn't happen that way. He came in and, you know, dealt with injuries early in the season and and didn't have that opportunity, and then he plays for a little bit. But you know this, once you get in the middle of the season, there's not nearly as many reps for anybody that's not in that starting five. You know, he worked as that extra tight end body and, and got some actual field time, but then he finishes the season hurt. So that entire off season this year uh, from from the end of the season to now was supposed to be a great time for him to continue this skill development. Instead, he's trying to recover from a foot injury. And so it's going to take time. I still think that he has all the tools and that's what you're looking for, right? He's got all the tools to be successful. What he needs is time on task. The good news for him is, is I, I played under coach Marone, the offensive line coach. I played next to Jari Evans, who's the assistant offensive line coach. Those two guys know football. They know the technique. They know, you know what you're doing wrong and can help you clean that up. So you know, last game everyone saw uh, we're trying to run a, a, a sweep to his side and, you know, the defensive end comes underneath and makes a tackle and everybody's going, oh, no, you know, this guy is supposed to be, you know, our best run blocker and he's working on his pass game and now we're seeing him make mistakes in the run game. Well, listen, that's not going to be a big concern for him moving forward. It's one of those things where you have to throttle back a little bit. He's a physical guy. He likes to you know, impose his will, and we've seen that. And there's times where you have to sacrifice that dominance for more control. And it, it's one of those things that you learn. It, it takes whiffing in front of everybody to, to make those adjustments at times. Trevor Penning is going to be a great player. It's just a matter of time. That, you know, as as fans, we say, as soon as you're out there, the expectation is you're ready. And I don't care what's going on. I don't care whether it's injury. I don't care whether it's from lack of experience or you're the new guy. The expectation is, if you're the man that we're calling your number, that you're ready. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it's just a matter of development. So, you know, there's going to be patches. I would be shocked if there weren't during the season that, you know, we have to – we, we I don't know, get to, to watch his growing pains, but he doesn't have the luxury of those, those learning opportunities coming in practice. Some of them will come in the games.
1: Yeah, and especially, uh, boy, you'll be challenged the very first game against the Titans in their D-line. Uh, so uh, you look across the board, I think that's one of their strengths. And, Jonathan, mm-hmm. h- how about um, – and, uh, you know, when you say uh, well, it could be right tackle, left tackle, or, you know, the more that you could do, you could play guard tackle, tackle guard, and all that. Uh, and I try and tell people, well, he's, he's, you don't necessarily want to put Ryan Ramchek at left tackle because he's been so dominant at right tackle. And at times you look across the NFL that it's not all, all of a sudden, you know, most right-handed quarterbacks. But it's not always the best pass rush is coming from the quarterback's blind side but also uh, right in his face. look, for instance, like Camp Jordan, our very own Camp Jordan. So, uh, uh, so what is your take? It's like all of a sudden, okay, we've solidified Ryan Ramchak at right tackle. Would that make any sense to move to left tackle, then try and get another right tackle? What's your take on that?
3: Bobby, you land on my biased opinion because I don't understand, you know, what made the left tackle so premier is – the name of injury, right? I mean, he got hit from behind, and they're saying, right. "Well, golly, we've got to protect that, right?" Am I right there? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, Bobby, you tell me this: if the read is on the left side of the field, and you're going, you're going through your progression from like the X receiver to the Y. And your eyes are over there. Where's your blind spot? So to right, the right. right,
1: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> So and 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 you look at the defense. You, you don't have eyes four running. eyes. Uh, you know, it's if you look the yeah, it's yep. not like and you so, can see. So, that right. now that's
3: some all-pro analysis <laughs> yeah. right there.
1: It's, it's, it, it 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 drives me
3: nuts. And you know, people will say I'm biased because I played right tackle. Fine. Oh, right. but the it, you look at it and you say. It depends on the routes. It depends on where your reads are. I agree, are. a thousand percent. Yeah, it's looking. At, and now you look at where the defensive ends line up. Where do we put Cam Jordan, fast rusher, over the right tackle? So what? What happened in the old days is you'd run heavy to your right side. That's right. And that left tackle would be open. It would be an open edge. That's not the way any offense in any level is run these days. So the old adage is it just does not apply. And so it, I don't think you'd gain anything to move Ramchick to left and mix it up. That, right. that's, that that helps no one. The dude is the best right tackle in the game. So I don't think you want to disrupt that. If anything, we, we know what the other options are. James Hurst was, I would say, at, if, if you're being critical – Was serviceable last year. He's a starter in the NFL. Right guy. He can play. He can play both inside or outside. So you've got options there. But you also know that you know you spent a first round pick on on pinning for him to play that left tackle position. And so you're saying you know would it affect his confidence if we move him or all those things? I don't know. Uh, But the the coaches spend every day in meetings, they discuss it, they watch his film, they know the personnel better than anyone, and they say, this is this is the lineup that we can succeed. As fans, we want this team to win games. Well, what do you think these coaches want? You think they're just being bullheaded and <laughs> saying, you know, I don't really care, I want this guy to play? B.S. This is the lineup that they think they're, they're going to have the most success, uh, not only long term, but this is a, what can you do for me now, league? So, you know, yes, we're trying to grow some and develop players, but everyone knows this is, you know, each year has got to be this is the year.
1: Well, and, you know, uh, Jonathan, I, I, I truly, because uh, we've been blessed, and, and when you were there, too, uh, Jeff Fain ended up going to Tampa Bay, became the highest-paid mm. center. We've always had unbelievable centers. Uh, you look at Max Unger, even we got the Jimmy Graham trade. And I like McCoy. I think McCoy and Ramcheck I think mm-hmm. Caesar Ruiz is developing, but you talk about Hurst being servable at left guard. Uh, I rather Hurst than Andrews Pete because you know why. I think he likes football better. I think right now if they told Andrews Pete, "We're going to put you in an IR." He'd say, ah, okay." I-, I don't know how much Andrews Pete <laughs> loves football, uh, and I'm not hating. I'm not. No, he's a yeah. giant. He's a giant of a man. I-, I mean, come on. I think he had peer pressure probably when he was young. Well, well you can't be big for nothing. Go play football. Look how big you are. And then, and then all of a sudden, he's playing like I can tell you. You know who's eaten who ate him up like a couple of times today, like Nathan Shepard. Now that's good for the defense, mm-hmm. but I don't know how Andrews Pete. Uh, now uh, what they've invested in him, I think at times he's been a run baller. I mean, I, I know when Drew Brees hurt his thumb in that Rams game. Now Andrews Pete don't want to block Aaron Donald, but I don't know. It just seems to me James Hurst is just more a pro than Andrews Pete as far as the love of the game. Uh, maybe that's not yeah, a fair well, assessment. I don't know what you've observed.
3: Well, I think you just look at their style of play as much different, right? And, and you look at their pedigree and what's gotten them to this point. James Hurst has never – I mean, he's had to earn literally everything that he's received. I'm not saying Andrews Pete has um, not had to work hard, but he, he was a first-round draft pick. He did come from high stock. It was – a different situation coming out of Stanford, and this has been a career-long uh, criticism or assessment of of his play. Is he capable? Absolutely. It's the reason why he was a first-round pick. I right. Mean, his, he's a giant. You see him at times. <laughs> yeah, and, and moves really well for a guy whose lower half is as thick as Andrus is, and you know he's got good mobility. And you see him at the second level, and you, there's a lot that you go, "Oh, I get it," but there's also times where uh, you, know, you, you don't see what's made James Hurst special, which is, you know, it's not always pretty. And it's, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say that he's got uh, a, a, a particular category of like, ooh, he's super strong or super athletic. He's just scrapping. That's it, man. He's a dog. You put him in the fight and it's not always pretty, but the guy's a grinder. And that's, there's space for those.
2: John Stinchcomb uh, joining us here on WWL Saints Radio. Curious, you know, you got to call those two first preseason games in the TV booth. Who are uh, one or two Saints, uh, the young guys that's really stood out to you that you're looking forward to seeing more of in this preseason finale? Yeah.
3: and uh, It's a guy, I'll start with a guy that I hope to not see during the season, but uh, Hainer for a, a, true or like a rookie quarterback coming in in a situation where the guy's not supposed to make any noise, right? You got Jameis who's been in the system as long as he has and was last year's starter and Der- Derek, who's come to town and you know, you, you have to be super thrilled about him, but Hainer gets in there and you're like, you can't ignore the training camp that he's had. And then the performance that he's put out for the first two weeks, I, I saw improvement from week one to week two, And just his um, decision-making, his ability to put the ball where it was needed, I thought he played really well. Um, I'd also say, you know, that week one, uh, that A.T. Perry was a guy that caught your eye. Right. Um, That's that's an interesting position group because, you know, you get past those first three, and there's a lot of pretty capable guys that have unique skill sets. A.T. Perry's a big old target that you're going, mm, we're going to have to make some difficult choices. So I think there's uh, there's some real promise in, in some young players.
1: You know, uh, Jonathan, you, you mentioned young players in A.T. Perry, obviously uh, the six-round draft pick. But you know who's uh, been a stud as of late? I don't know, just a ball player uh, from South Carolina State, not South Carolina Gamecocks, a uh, MEAC, South Carolina State uh, Bulldogs, Shaq Davis. He must have caught uh-huh. like a, a half a dozen balls today. All he does – that one cut, it was a simple out route. And I wrote this down. You want to talk about catching the ball in traffic, strong hands? I was like, well, as a lot of receivers don't make that catch that he just did. And it was only a 10 yard gain. But like a guy, uh, watch, watch the, maybe the opportunities he's going to have against the Texans, uh, Jonathan, uh, that being Shaq Davis. Yeah,
3: I agree. I mean, he made that, it was a, at best a 50 50 ball down the middle. And he just ripped it away. And a la, you know, what do you say one of the biggest strengths for Michael Thomas is in those 50 50 balls? Right. You feel really good about your chances. And you tell me, former quarterback, I'd be much more willing to throw to a guy like that if I feel like he's going to make me right. So, uh, Eric Martin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That was Marcus Colston. Yeah, right. (laughs) They they all they make quarterbacks right, and so Jimmy Graham for all those years yep. where you know it, it, you look at it and you're saying, eh, if I'm a quarterback and I don't trust that guy, I'm not making that throw. But the wide receivers earn the opportunities for those contested catches based on previous experience. If if you throw it up there, and the guy is you know competes to to pull away pull that catch out. Then I'm much more willing to pull the trigger the next time that opportunity arises.
2: Very big hoot at Jonathan Stinchcomb joining us. Appreciate the time. Uh, have a great weekend. And uh, we're and, getting wrapping up the preseason, well, wait, so we're on to the real deal.
1: And, and Jonathan, before I let you go, uh, I don't know. They got a very favorable schedule. I, I don't know. You think UGA, your Bulldogs, uh, uh, they might 3 <laughs> They might 3P. What do you think? I don't know. it sure. It seems the They're schedule's favorable. They're going to build
3: favorable. a lot of momentum. <laughs> They're going to build a lot of momentum because it, that schedule is is rather soft. Not until you know, mid October do we go to Knoxville and you know kind of test and see where we are, where we're at. But you know it's it's like everybody else. They they got to prove it. On paper, it looks good.
1: All right, All right Jonathan.
3: I appreciate you guys. Enjoyed
2: it. Who dat? Thank you. Awesome stuff from a wise man. Jonathan Stinchcomb. Always appreciate
0: his time. Super Bowl champ. Great offensive lineman for the black and gold. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.